Nebraska's only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. The Parlay. Yes, sir. Founder. We're back. We're back. Mm, and wouldn't you know it, we got some Thursday night NFL football yes, coming sir. to you on Amazon Prime Video. Yep. 7.15 kickoff, so that's only a few hours away. Yeah. Got to get them primed up, but I feel like we should address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Nebraska has a new head coach, interim head coach. The interim head coach. Yeah, we yeah, don't have so. our for sure head coach yet, but Mickey is in the driver's seat right now. And uh, yeah, Oklahoma's coming to town, so let's get nuts. And we're going to talk about it, but yeah. yeah, that line is taking a some curious movements to <laughs> say the sure. least. I don't, yeah, we don't know what's going on with that, but we're going to dive into it and break it all down. That's coming later in the show, but... First thing is first, let's get into this NFL matchup. Yeah. A lot of buzz. Of course, we've got a local team that's on fire yeah. in the Kansas City Chiefs. They are the four-point favorite, minus four over the visiting L.A. Chargers. Doesn't even sound right. Yeah. It's San Diego. It's San Diego. It's San Diego. Well, San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> Their money line for uh, the Chargers is plus 175. Chiefs at a minus 205 with an over-under at 54 where are you leaning, Jabron? Yeah, um, this is this is a great matchup, divisional matchup. So uh-huh. uh, I, I feel like that there's a couple stories going on here, Andy. You have the Chargers trying to take down their rival. Obviously, they're trying to make the next step. They're yeah, trying yeah. to become the Chiefs of the past, you know. And then with the Kansas City Chiefs, they're on a revenge tour. Yeah. They're they're ready to just you know blow off all the doors. Everybody's saying that they can't do it without Tyreek. They can't do it without Honey Badger. All that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So th- there's two things you want to look at here my biggest thing here andy is los angeles or the chargers um might might be three and 13 in its last 16 <laughs> games against kansas city yeah. but it has covered the spread in its last Ooh. five of seven trips to arrowhead stadium like the chargers were uh able to pick up the split last year which is you know a big yeah. a plateau for them so i feel like they're um you know, poised to take another step forward in that. And I think Sunday's game between them and Kansas, uh, between Kansas City and Arizona, I really think that showed us more about what Arizona is like more than what the Chiefs were like. Ah. That blowout that the Kansas City Chiefs put on the Cardinals, I think that kind of showed what year the Cardinals are going to have more than what the Chiefs are going to do this year. So I really like to take those points. I think this game is going to be probably fought you know, nail and nail until that last second field goal kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Whoever has the ball last is going to win. Uh, and I, I kind of like that over as well, Andy. Well, you know, and we've we've seen this, uh, you know, still early in the season, but you've seen it throughout where yeah. a line will open up at four, four and a half, and yeah. then it'll just creep down. Especially yes, it will. In the NFL. It will. So I would not be surprised if this hits three and a half, then all the way down to three right before kickoff. For sure. So if if you're sitting there where, where you're at. Yeah. You want those points, as many as you can get. I take the four right now. If you right like now. L.A., take yes. it right now. And this is where I got to say, Jabron, you ignorant schmuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're exactly right. You made a whole case for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're on a revenge tour. Yeah. They blew Arizona out of the water. Kyler mm-hmm. Murray's like, well, I don't have to practice at home, do I? Don't <laughs> like, okay, well, we'll see where that gets you, buddy. Yep. On the road, puts it on them, 44 points. So I like your over there. Yeah. Because I don't think the Chiefs' offense is slowing down, if anything. I think they might try and ramp it up. I mean, yeah. more familiarity with the new receivers, all that good stuff. Kickoff at home, mm-hmm. first home game. Mm-hmm. 
and, and also it's a division foe. So they, yeah. they know they need to start piling up these games, uh, divisional games at For least, sure. uh, when they get a chance to do it. And I don't think that's going to be lost on an Andy Reid coach team. I like Justin Herbert. You know, I like some things about the Chargers. Yeah. Just not in this spot. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think Kansas City can cover that four. But I think if I wait... I think I can get it at three before kickoff. I think so. That's kind of where I'm looking. I, I think you're absolutely right. The only reason that I'm kind of siding with the Chargers here is just because it seems that they can cover at Arrowhead. Not a lot of people can, right? But uh, the Los Angeles offense should be just as good as Kansas City, and I think the defense they have a little edge there with those edge rushers in that defensive line, okay, in those safeties and corners. I mean, so, are, are you are you up to date on the injury report? I I'm I'm I think so as I'm, much as I can be. In their in their uh, take the top off the defense receiver, isn't he? He's kind of hurt right now. Mike Williams? No no no. Uh, uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Yes. Yeah yeah. Yes, he is hurt. Uh, yes, I don't I don't know if he's gonna play, but I. It, it doesn't really hurt me that much that he doesn't play. Well, I mean, just uh, just looking at some you know stats, and we don't have yeah. a lot of them to go off of yet. Yeah, for sure. But like when he would exit the game, their average pass play was less than five yards or something like that. Oh, uh, for sure. And he, when he's in the game, he yeah he yeah he the he's the main target for sure. Right, right. I just think that they have enough weapons that they can score points no matter uh, what the personnel okay. is right now. So. All right, and you like him covering that four? And I do. I think I can wait on it and take the Chiefs at an even better price than that. All I think righty. we both like the overs here at 54. I do, for sure. I and mean, these are two offensive teams and two offensive-minded coaches. Yeah. Uh, playmakers all over the field. That scoreboard is going to be I think so. I think so. In Arrowhead. That's a 7-15 kickoff, once again, on Amazon Prime video and we think that's the only place you can kind of get it, right? I think so. I think yeah, I think Bezos just kind of yeah. bought it out and said Thursday night is Amazon Prime. I want all the books in the world and I want the NFL too. <laughs> and seems all the like he's going to get it. Gonna, gonna, okay. Seems like he's going to get it. <laughs> all right, let's move on to college football. Yeah. Friday night. This is a good one. Yes. Florida State versus Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. Louis. The Cardinals and it looks like they're the dog here. A two and a half point dog to Florida State. Yeah. Uh like you said, that's this is a really good Friday night matchup on ESPN. Yep, yep. Uh, everybody's going to be tuning into it, you know, trying to get into uh, you know that football mindset for the weekend. Six thirty kickoff. Yep. Uh, Florida State followed up its season opening win over an FCS school with upsetting LSU twenty four uh-huh. to twenty three at a neutral site at the Superdome in New Orleans, which really wasn't a neutral site. We no. were saying <laughs> LSU owns the owns the uh, Superdome, so that was a very good win by SFU going in there and getting the win well hold on i think i i think i might have called that i one. think you did yeah. i think i think you did uh yeah their their quarterback jordan davis has looked solid and reliable yeah, in fsu's is. first two wins yep. uh but it's the emergence of the seminoles defense that really has me going andy uh they they limited lsu to 10 points through 56 minutes before you know a late the surge by, before a late surge yeah. by the tigers but uh holding them to 5.3 yards of play uh i think that was very good i think it's very telling of what's going to happen and i am siding with the florida state seminoles by two and a half right now okay and are, are you still kind of remembering syracuse kind of laying it on yeah for sure you know that that week one 31 to 7 uh, Malik Cunningham, we heard so much about the quarterback, yeah. you know, for Louisville, how he's going to, you know, just take the league by storm. And he went 16 of 22, 115, 152 yeah. yards, two picks, zero touchdowns. Yes, sir. However, he did have 13 rushes for 89 yards and a touchdown. So he yeah. can use his legs. Then in game two, last week against UCF, 
who they had a coach over there at one time. Yeah, they did. A, a undefeated season. I but anyway, he, I think he's uh, on the market again. <laughs> I think, so I think you're right. But anyway, <laughs> they beat UCF the night and I'm piling it on old yeah. Scotty up there. But anyhow, uh, won that game 20 to 14, and I really like what I saw out of Cunningham. It was kind of a bounce back game. For sure. 14 of 29, 195 yards. Zero interceptions. And they are five-and-a-half-point dogs as well, Andy. Right. I mean, so a lot of good things. There. Yeah. Zero touchdowns through the air, but zero picks where he had two picks in week one. So For he cleaned sure. that up and he, got better with his legs. Yeah, he got 17 carries, yep. 120 yards, over a seven-yard average per carry, and a touchdown on top. So Agreed. So I think uh, Louisville is playing a better brand of football, you know, and that's to be expected For sure. earlier in the season. And where did you say – I mean, it's only two-and-a-half, and it's in Louisville, but you still like Florida State. I do. I just think they're a better a better overall football team, Andy. Yeah. And Cunningham, I have seen that he is still struggling – with throwing the football, Cunningham is, battled, they limit him. Yeah, you know, they, they, he just completes forty-eight percent of his passes against UCF, and now uh, competing okay. against a much more talented yeah. Florida State defensive Pass front that's going to come after him. I'll tell you what, my best bet of this game, Andy, is Louisville has just scored twenty-seven points all season uh-huh. right now, and they have their team total right now at twenty-seven and a half. I'm going to hit the under on that bet. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a lock. I do not think that they're going to score more than 27 points Boy. on Florida State. That's bizarre. It is bizarre. And another thing that I would like to look at, Andy, in this game is that the over-under in this game is at 56 and a half points. Yep. I think that yep. is way too many points. I think uh-huh. Florida State might be able to get about 28 points. I do not see Louisville holding up their end of that to get all the way up to 56 and a half. So my favorite bet of this game is the Louisville team total under 27 and a half, backing that up by the overall game under at 56 and a half. Now, now I like all that. And Florida State put on 47 points in week one, but that was against like a high school team or something FCS like that. FCS school, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then they scored 24 against LSU. Of course. A, a wild one. But Jordan Davis, the quarterback for Florida State, yes, went sir. 20 of 32, 260 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Zero interceptions against an LSU defense. Yes. Zero picks, two touchdowns. So just the quarterback comparison there. I mean, that's an oversimplification a lot of times, right? right? But I like what Jordan Davis is doing, especially through the air. Travis, yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, Jordan Jordan Travis. Travis. Yeah, yeah. And he also, he can use his legs too. Eight carries, 31 yards, a four-yard average, you know, so when he has to, he can. Yep. So on that front alone, I will take that two and a half with Florida State. I'll agree with you No doubt. No doubt. All right, let's get to one more Friday night college football game. Seven o'clock kickoff on CBS Air Force. Big favorite over Wyoming. What do you make of this? 15-point favorite. 15-point favorite. Over-unders at uh, 47, Andy. Uh, we have a Mountain West Conference season opener for both teams. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Air Force, uh, you know, coming off a huge win against Colorado, beating them 41-10 to last week, uh, taking them to 2-0. and Wyoming, uh, on the other hand, they're um, – uh, 2-1 and one now with a 33-10 to 10 victory over Northern Colorado last week. Yeah, it was a good win. It was a good win for them. Yeah. Uh, my best bet on this one is I am taking the points with Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. just got a few things here, Andy. Uh, against Since 2015 in the Western uh, Mountain West Conference, Wyoming is 13-7 and seven against the spread when listed as a home underdog, and Air Force is 9-12 and 12 against the spread as the away favorite. <laughs> as a, yeah, as a road favorite. Yes. <laughs> Air Force is also 0-5 against the spread over their last five matchups in Laramie. Uh, oh. So I think this is a good bet to cover the spread on Friday night for the Cowboys. You know, and uh, I still – Wyoming 
really ticked me off in you know week For zero, sure. losing to Illinois thirty eight yep. six. I mean, God, I really mm-hmm. thought they could hang in there better than that. But yeah. they bounced back against Tulsa a week later. Yeah. Won a thriller in overtime, 40 to 37. Yeah. And their uh, quarterback, Andrew Peasley. Uh, Peasley? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, he really showed me something there. Went 20 of 30 for 256 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks. Yeah. Also had 10 carries for 45 yards. So he kind of turned a corner there, I feel, early in the season, kind of that bounce back game yes, sir. against Tulsa. And I feel like Tulsa's more on par with Air Force. Yeah. Compared to like what Illinois no doubt. brought to the table, no doubt. Uh, so for that reason alone, I like Wyoming as well, covering yep. that fifteen points, and they're at home. And they're at home. I mean, what are we talking about here? It's a it's a home dog like that over it, two touchdowns. Agreed. And nah, I, get out I of got here. one quick. Oh shit. Uh, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> I got one last thing I want to throw in here, Andy. Right, this contest through. opened up at fifty point over under, and it's already uh-huh. been bet down to forty seven and a half. That should show you that. Uh, Air Force dominates the clock with uh, 38 and a half minutes per game. It's no surprise the under is 11 and three over the last 14 meetings between these schools. So I like that 47 and a half under right now where most books are sitting at. So if anybody is going to do it, hit that under, now, hit gonna, that under, keep maybe even parlay with the Cowboys covering. Oh, I love it. So come on now, parlay. <laughs> so you're doing, you're doing a two leg. You're doubling up on yeah, the Air Force. You might Wyoming. as well double up on it if there you're you going to sit there and you know lollygag on Friday night. <laughs> Parlay <laughs> the Cowboys in the under there. Uh, just go with it. They you heard it just straight go with from it. the Parlay Pounder. <laughs> hey, before we let you go, you heard the clock there. We're up against it, but let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools, as they're revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. This is WTL. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. The Parlay Pounder. Yeah, 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 we're back. <laughs> Nebraska's only sports betting show, and here we go on a beautiful Saturday morning. Going to get everyone ready to rock and roll here for a 1 o'clock kickoff. Ohio visiting Iowa State, going over to Ames. Yes, sir. They're going to find themselves, the old Bobcats, a big-time dog here. 18-point dog to Iowa State. Yep, and we got a 47.5-point over under Andy. Uh, the Cyclones step onto the field holding a 2-0 record this season. The last time they stepped off the field, they took the game in... Iowa City against the Hawkeyes, ten to seven. It was awesome. Uh, we picked that one right. Uh, the Hawkeyes, you know, failed to score any yep. points, kind of like we predicted. The unders yep. hit. Yep. The Cyclones hit. Across all that board. kind of stuff. Uh, and I see a lot more of that happening this weekend, Andy. I really <laughs> think that they are just a way better team than this Ohio football team. Yeah. The, the the Iowa State Cyclones have averaged over 391 yards per contest, Dang. which is uh, good for 77th overall in college football. Uh, the Iowa State has only given up 156 rushing yards, Andy, as well as only one touchdown, by the way, of the ground game this season. Uh, I I just really think this is going to be too much for them. I really like the 18 point uh, spread for the Cyclones. Wow. Uh, yeah, Man, I know that's... it's I know it's a big one. I know it's a big one, but this is probably one of my most locked in uh, bets this weekend. You know, unlike last week where I slipped up a couple of times. Yeah. And, and I hate to take you know those home favorites when these spreads you know yeah get sure. out like this like 18, 19 points. Yeah. But here we have. 
a home favorite yes. in Iowa State, and they're, Ohio's playing the league up. Yeah, you know, for they a are. Better term. And uh, once again, it's on ESPN Plus, one o'clock kickoff. Um, but you know, I think people remember last week, Penn State. Yeah, you know, kind of taking it to Ohio, mm-hmm. forty-six to ten. But the week before that, against Florida Atlantic, they scored forty-one points. Yeah, kind of want to shoot out there. Yep. So I mean, if you can get somewhere between that, because I don't think Iowa State's as good as Penn State. I don't think their defense is as good. Yeah. Penn State's ranked, mm-hmm. you know, for what it's worth. They they they're ranked at yeah. least. Um. So I think if Florida Atlantic or not Florida Atlantic, Ohio. Yeah. Can score somewhere between what they did at Florida Atlantic and against Penn State. You know, give me twenty points. Yeah. They might have a chance to cover this. All right. I, you know, they, yeah, they, I, I get what you're saying, Andy, but the Iowa State Cyclones defense has only given up 17 points all year. Again. In two games, they've only given up 17 points, and I don't think that this Ohio State, uh, this Ohio team, no. not Ohio State, <laughs> yeah, I don't think this Bobcat team story. is anything, you know, anything different than what the Iowa State guys have already shut out right. and held under that. So I really like this line, and I might even look at that under just because I don't think Ohio is going to put any points up on the board. Well, they put 10 on Penn State. Yeah. You know, so, but I, I like it, the defense of the Cyclones. I really really do okay and then you, i mean the offense probably won't have to be tuned up that much to to where it's going to reach out it, they're averaging almost 400 yards a game andy yeah. on defenses that are a lot better than ohio yeah iowa is one of the you know for all their faults this year they keep the game in a low Close. scoring thing yeah. so i really don't see them stopping this offense mm. ohio stopping iowa state and i i really think they're just going to run away with it i i'm really thinking this God. might be a 38 to 7 kind of game i've just been burned so many times already with these big <laughs> spreads i might yes, sir. shy away from that one yes sir i might let that one hopefully get a little closer there if i do want to sprinkle some all righty and the under you're probably pretty good there with that under. <laughs> i, I, I like hope that. so all right so let's move on to yeah. the two o'clock kickoff on also on espn plus that yeah. is the green wave yeah two lane Taking on K State, and you know we know a couple guys that play over at K State now. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, ATM <laughs> or A2M, whatever you want to call him, Adrian Martinez. Uh, yeah, he's playing well. S- yeah, starting off two and zero. Everybody's saying, "Oh, look at his stats; they aren't that good." Um, all the stats Jeez. that I really care about is that they're two and zero. Right. And the team that he left just lost to oh, man Georgia uh, Southern. Georgia Don't call him Southern. Georgia State. They Don't, don't like call that. him that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no. Uh, uh, where's the line on this, Andy? It uh, looks like we got a fourteen-point <laughs> favorite for yeah. Kansas State. Over/under set at forty-eight. Yes, sir. That's probably right on there. Yeah, that's going to be sitting there. You know, right where people want to bet it at. Uh, the Wildcats' rushing attack this year, Andy, has just been unprecedented. They got a great running back and a good running quarterback. Exactly, we know that Deuce Vaughn is literally yeah. one of the best running backs in college football, just not the Big 12, in all of college football. And we already know from all the years of watching Adrian that he can run the ball. It was just a fumble situation with us all the time. But it seems like he has that under control. It seems like he's going to have his 75 to 85 yards rushing every week to go on top of Deuce's almost 200. I really think that they're going to pull away from the green wave here. I am predicting this score to be at 41 to 17 for the Wildcats. (laughs) I really think that this over. Is gonna hit okay, and like the that. spread is gonna hit. Okay, I really like that over. Yeah. Tulane, the green wave. They are sitting at two and zero. Yes, sir. And they kind of had what could have been a bounce back game for them. Didn't have to be that way yep. against Alcorn State last week, where they put 
152 to zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's this guy, you might recognize this name, Michael Pratt, their quarterback. Yeah. He is surgical. For sure. Went 17 of 21, 318 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. Yes, and he sir. was out of that. He like basically didn't even play the fourth quarter last week. Right. So this guy, the, uh, for that alone, I like the over hitting at that 48. Uh, K State at home, two touchdowns. You think they can do it, but yeah. man, I like the offense that Tulane's playing. And we've seen Kansas State lay an egg. Yeah. I mean, they, they can beat Texas. Okay. They, they can. They, they, they can, can beat Oklahoma. They can beat Oklahoma, but yeah. I mean, this is a perfect trap game for them, if you ask me. Uh, and I yeah. don't like, I got, once again, you're talking 18, you're talking 14 points. Yeah. At least it's at home. I can give you that. Okay. It, I'm just going to keep going back to it. The Wildcats rushing attack <laughs> is going to prove too much for them, especially at the end of the game. Deuce Vaughn is going to be a highlight tape. Okay. Uh, with the strongest O-line of Adrian Martinez's career, the Cats and... bully Tulane's defense, and it's 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 really going to be it's really going right, to be a packed right. house at K-State. They're going to blow them out. All right, out. yeah, They're yeah, going to blow yeah. them out. Okay, you're bullying me into it. <laughs> then this is an FCS versus an FBS school. Yes, I sir. It. I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the 2.30 kickoff on Fox. BYU versus Oregon. Now, this is interesting. Yes. Oregon, at home, the four-point favorite. We have an over-under of 58. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, uh, uh, num- number twelve uh, BYU, number twenty five Oregon. I mean, these are two of the best. Be fun. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. must see TV, Andy. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the college football world is kind of you know uh, paying attention to what's going on in Provo right now. BYU is one of the hottest teams in the country, mm-hmm. coming after an upset victory against number nine Baylor last yep. week. Yeah, uh, turned some heads. Yeah, Oregon is going to have their hands full with this defense and. Uh, they have a tremendously uh, brilliant quarterback in Jaron Hall. Uh, Christopher Brooks is their running back, a transfer from Cal. He's going to have over 1,000 rushing yards this year pretty easily. Uh, God, I really like BYU in this situation. I know that we're going into really? Oregon. Uh, and the only demerit to Oregon, and to be fair to Oregon, is they played the defending national champions, Georgia, and, and, got, and got thrashed. Yeah. But, uh, 49 to 3. Who's, who's not going to get? Who's not going to get thrashed by Georgia? So I I really like taking the points here for BYU for them covering just because I think it's going to be one of those, you know, back and forth type of games, Andy. And here's where uh, the Pac-12 for all of its faults and Oregon kind of helped themselves out. Yes, they scheduled – uh, Georgia in week one. Yeah. Okay. Like that's tough, right? For you sure. Know it is the defending champs number one. All that stuff coming to town. But then they had Eastern Washington on the schedule to follow up, and boy, did they take care of business. Yes. Seventy to fourteen. Bo Nix was fabulous. Yes. Twenty-eight of thirty-three. Twenty-eight of thirty-three. Crazy. The air. Absolutely. Two hundred seventy-seven yards. Five touchdowns. Zero picks. The Ducks are flying high. Once again, they're feeling good. I like them covering four at home against BYU. I'm buying the BYU Cougar Kool-Aid. For sure. Okay, I really am. But I think Oregon is in a great spot here at home coming off of, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, big win. It's a game they're supposed to win. For sure. But they took care of business. They looked like they were supposed to. Exactly. Okay, and and BYU, they might have a little bit of a hangover coming off a high like that. Yeah, it it, it does happen like that, Andy. We'll split on that, Andy, but I think I can figure out something that we're both going to hit on, and that is the over. It's at 58 (laughs) points. The total over has hit in the last five of seven BYU matches, and the over has hit in Oregon's four of last five contests. So I really like both of these teams to score. I think 58 is right where it should be, and I'm taking that. It's going to get close to 60, 65. So I I really like that. We're split on the teams, but 
Both the over's the overs. going. I like that. I like yes, that. Yes, sir. All right, then let's move it to the nightcap yeah. on ESPN. 8 o'clock kickoff. Two ranked teams squaring off here. Miami, the Hurricanes. Yes. Taking on Texas A&M, the Aggies. They're the favorite, minus five. Yeah. Uh, num- like you said, number 13, Miami uh, going against number 24, yep. Texas A&M. Uh, yeah, my book has it at five and a half. I know some have it at five still. Uh, if I were a betting man, which I am, uh, <laughs> I am taking these points for Miami right now going into Texas A&M. Really? Uh, yeah, I know it's a little weird, but uh, I they believe are ranked higher. they are ranked higher. And I believe Texas A&M just laid a goose egg to somebody. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Appalachian State just came in and beat them. Uh, so you don't think they're gonna come out with their hair on fire I really, at home? I, I mean, it, it's gonna be good. You think they're gonna that, they're gonna let that game beat them twice? Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I'm looking here, Andy, is the quarterback play for the Texas A&M Aggies. Uh-huh. Haynes King had a terrible game against Appalachian State. Only passed for 97 yards. The Miami defense came into this year having a good amount of talent mm-hmm. and has done really good so far. Yeah. They uh, they've had three interceptions and two sacks in the first game, and then forced another three turnovers. In week two, uh, I, I I just really like this spot for Miami. I think they're the better team, especially on the defensive end of the ball. Yeah, and I, I'm taking that plus. I'm taking those plus points and go yeah, to the yeah. bank with it. And I just checked my book, the one that I usually go to, and it's it's at five and a half, like you mentioned. Yeah, plus one seventy five for Miami. So yeah. uh, once again, you make a hundred dollar wager for a one seventy five. Ex- yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty good deal there. Uh, just kind of looking up and down some of these other bets here. ATS. Uh, Miami, okay, plus five and a half. Yeah. Over under. I don't know. Uh, Miami's two and oh against the money line. Yeah. Okay. AM's one and one. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's just what it is. Uh, like we said, this is kind of a weird spot. It's, yeah. it's must see TV because these good are teams. two very good teams, both in the top 25. I, AM uh, may have slipped up early, and this is a bounce back game for them. But I really think this is going to be a very close game, and I think Miami can keep, keep this keep at it. least till three. It, to three. To three. So I would bet hoping. this. I would bet this down till to three points. Okay. Well, I mean, and then if we move on to ATS. Yeah. A&M is 0-2 on the season. Miami's 1-1, so you can't put a lot of stock in any of those. Exactly. And it's early in the season, right? Yep. Uh, I just, golly, I feel like, how many times have we seen the ACC just totally the bed? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, especially against the SEC. Yep. I think this is a spot where A&M can get right, can flex, get back on top. I don't I don't put too much stock into the rankings, especially in the season. Yeah. And, I mean, Miami's ranked ahead, right, 13? For sure. A&M's at 24. But you lost to Appalachian State, and you still didn't drop out of the rankings. Exactly. So I think that's uh, something. No, so they're saying that they're good sp- teams. Yeah, I think we're going to have to split on that one. I like AM at home. Okay. I, I'm not, I, I can't get caught up taking too many of these road teams. The, the only thing with AM right now is what I'm saying is that quarterback play. And I think that Jimbo Fisher might have a little bit of a conundrum. I think he might actually replace him mid game yeah. this, this week if, uh, if Miami's getting to him a little bit. So well, that's one thing to look at. Uh, so I, I really think that Miami's going to get on them early, create some turnovers, yep. and A&M's kind of going to be reeling on the sideline a little bit. Yeah, that very well could happen. And and what do you think of that over-under, 44.5? I'm seeing that kind of consensus yeah. across all the books. Yeah, uh, I, I just don't know what to think about this, Andy, because I really think that Miami might put a shellacking on them and be able, might be able to score that. 
Uh, I think Miami could score 44 on I their own. I think they can score their half of it. I think they might be okay. able to get 21, 28 points. Okay. But I really don't know if Texas A&M, with that quarterback play, is going to be able to put up points like okay. we need to to cover this. So I am staying away from that, Andy. If I had to go anywhere on it, I would take the under. But All you know right. me. I'm not I'm not yeah. much of an unders guy. Yeah, that's no fun. Always got to hammer those overs <laughs> if you can. Yes, sir. You got a parlay at anything here on I Saturday? I have a parlay, but I'm waiting till next segment <laughs> to give that out. People right. have to stick around for the parlay pounders picks. Well, let's go ahead and uh, give a little kudos, a little shout out to one of our fabulous sponsors. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company. This week, we're drinking one of their IPAs that's on their series here. It's a West Coast IPA called Prestige Worldwide. And uh, where have we heard that before? I believe that's from the movie Step Brothers. I, I think... Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> now, that's the voice right there. Don't go to our folks. This is WTL. WTL. and you will respect my daughter. No, no, that's not how you uphold the law. WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Gibran. <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. Yes, sir. Nebraska's only sports betting show. And boy, do we have a dandy lined up here for Saturday. Yes, sir. We got a whole slate of stuff. We got UFC. We got Iowa. We got Nebraska. We got it all. Oklahoma? Oklahoma they, they, is in there. They got a football team, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, but let's start with UFC Heck Fight yeah. Night. Heck yeah. Saturday, we're heading out to sunny Las Vegas, Nevada, 7 o'clock. It's when we're going to square things off here at the Apex. Yeah. UFC's own little thing they built there. For sure. And we have number four, the American, Corey Sandhagen, taking off Yandong Song. Yes, sir. The number 10 challenger from China. Yeah, this is the main event, only only fight we're going to talk about on this card because it's the only one that people really care about. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, these are both ranked fighters trying to make their way up to a title shot. Uh, uh, Sandhagen right now is at a minus 190, and on some books, one ninety minus 195 yep. uh, money line to win this. Uh, Yang Sandong is sitting there at a plus 165 to win this fight. Um, just without getting too much into it, Andy, uh, the market has largely agreed with the odds makers here. The top UFC predictions have this coming as a Sanhagen victory, uh, seeing yeah. the odds, you know, move slightly from their minus 160 opening. So most people are throwing their money on Corey right now, yeah. and I have to agree with them, Andy. Well, why? I mean, Sanhagen is 14 and 4. Yep. Okay, and Song is nineteen and six. He's coming off a win. Yes, sir. Sandhagen's coming off a loss. His yeah. last fight. Okay. Like, what's I'm gonna, going on here? I'm going to give you right now. Oh, with okay. ten fights in the UFC each, the that cat is mostly out of the bag. You know, for these fighters, give mm -hmm. me an extra sense of confidence in between the metrics here. Young Sandong fight history has been impressive, but Sandhagen has only fallen to the best in the world. Okay. Uh, losing. His last loss was to Peter Yan, which is the number one contender right now. When he was the champion, that is the, the last time Corey has fought. I still think it's an undervalue with the minus 195 here, and this is going to be one of my parlay pieces Ooh. of the weekend. So put that in your back pocket, So folks. with one more title run in sight, I really think that Sanhagen gets this one done at that minus 190. Hey, why not? I like betting on the American anyway. Yes, sir. All right, let's move over to Iowa City. Yeah. Taking on Nevada, playing host to Nevada. Yeah. 6.30 kickoff on the BTN Network, the Hawkeyes. Are 23 point favorites over under sitting there at 39. Yeah. Like, seriously, I mentioned it with the UFC here, but 
Really, what's going on here? I don't know what's going on here, Andy. <laughs> I, mean, I believe the odds makers have this one wrong. This could yeah. be the lock of the week in my mind. Uh-huh. I am taking the Wolfpack plus 23. I do not think the Iowa Hawkeyes can score 23 points, Andy. They haven't. That's like eight safeties and two field goals. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I know, I know. That's all that they've been able to do this year. Uh, they had a bad outing the last two games, and I really don't see them getting on track here. They've scored 14 points total versus South two Dakota weeks. State yep. and Iowa State. And I don't take South Dakota State's I, – I get that they're a good team, but I don't take them it's, much above the Nevada Wolfpack. Yeah. So what I'm saying right here is I think that the oddsmakers kind of have this flipped on its you know side here. Uh, I like the plus 23 for the Wolfpack, and I it's going to probably be my lock of the week, Andy. I like that minus 23 as well. And, and you can th- it's easy to throw shade at the Wolfpack right for now in Nevada because they just lost to Incarnate Word. Yep. The Cardinals. Yep. For sure. Uh, 55 to 41. But don't forget, Nevada won two games before that. So they played in week zero. They're th- they're two and one. Yes. And all their games, they pile on the po- points. Yes. Lindsey Scott Jr., the quarterback, in that game went 18 to 25 for over 400 yards passing. Four touchdowns, only one pick. Yeah. So, I mean, just that alone gives me enough confidence in that they can hang in there. I mean, within at least three touchdowns. Exactly, Andy. And everybody's going to say, right, you know, why the line is what it is. It's the Hawkeyes' defense is very, very good. They've only given up six and a half uh, points per game. But Uh... they've only average about six and a half on offense as well so yeah. what i'm looking at andy is like we said all they have to do is stick within three touchdowns and i yeah. believe it's going to be one of those probably 14 to 7 14 to 10 games right. for the iowa hawkeyes which means we cover by almost 14 points cover by 14 points and smash that under as well yeah i, I, mean, like, I don't I, like the bet unders but it's sitting here at 39 or 40 in some books exactly andy. i mean get that under because I mean, it was two safeties, right, and a field goal against South Dakota State. I was watching that, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Exactly. No, it's 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 absolutely crazy, and then they only put up uh, seven points last week. I, yeah, Andy, you said it right there. We don't like betting the unders on this show. I definitely don't. Uh-uh. But with 39.5 points, I just don't see where those points come from, Andy. Either side, uh, if, if Nevada wins this game straight up, and on a lot of books they're not giving a money line towards Nevada because it's such a good value that a lot of people will not put it out there yeah. until the day of. Uh, I, I, I'm Can really I'm curious. I'm going to look at a couple books. Right exactly. Here. It's, 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 it's quite curious because a lot of people would be putting some money on Nevada with such a huge upside here. Uh, I, I really like the under <laughs> here at 39 and a half, Andy. Yeah. And my books played it kind of conservative too. So, uh, I think we're in agreement with that. Yes. So let's kind of roll back time here. Let's go back to the 11 o'clock kickoff. I think some folks have heard about. Yes. It's the Fox big noon. Yes. It is Oklahoma coming to Lincoln, Nebraska. Yes. We've, like so many other Nebraska lines, it's been on the move since it's been dropped. <laughs> it's crazy. Up, down, and everywhere else. Oklahoma now, what I'm looking at is an 11.5-point favorite, over-under sitting at 66 and a half. Yeah, this is such a crazy line, Andy. Before Scott Frost got fired after the Georgia Southern game, this line was at 13 and a half points. Yeah. Now, in what world does that pull that down? Oh, we lost our coach and we were in flux. So, yeah. Yeah. Tighten now, it. <laughs> now it's going to tighten. Yeah. So, like, my, my, my book has a uh, plus 10 and a half for the Huskers here, Andy, which would mean, yeah, the Oklahoma Sooners at a, you have a 10 a and a half. point there. So exactly. You can it a full point there. Uh, I just do not see why this is moving this way. I think they are trying to 
con Nebraska betters into yeah. taking this line, thinking that we have figured out something different. Yeah. Um, to, right to... now, all I have to say, did Nebraska players suddenly get better at football? I, uh, I don't yeah, know that. No. And I've got burned on the last three yeah. games by yeah. Nebraska yeah. on the spread, on the money line, <laughs> that I am not <laughs> going to bet this towards Nebraska's favor. Uh, I am taking this 10.5 points right now for the Oklahoma Sooners, and I uh, and it, it's one of the, my most confident bets of the week, Andy. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, it, it has to be. over a touchdown and a field goal here. Yes. Uh, and uh, kind of back some of what you were talking about, I got some stats here. So yeah. everyone knows in the Frost era, uh, Huskers overall are 16 and 31. Yeah. Uh, pretty, a uh, couple of little data points here. 13 losses as a favorite since 2018. That's tied for third worst in NCAA college football at this level. Awesome. 13 and 13 as an outright favorite. Yeah. That's tied for second worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight and 18 ATS. That's tied for the seventh worst. Yeah. And they have an 0 and 13 record against <laughs> ranked teams in that span as well. <sighs> so what makes you think that what are the Sooners ranked? Six. Six coming to town <laughs> that, oh, now we lost our head coach and yeah. we're rallying the troops. Yep. I mean, it's the Buffalo Bills and the Nebraska Corners. Nobody rallied with these yep. wagons. Nobody going to do it. Yep. Like the old Huskers. Wait a second. It's the Sooners with the wagons here. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Boomer Sooner. I think whether it's 10 and a half and 11 and a half, you just, I, you feel pretty good about Oklahoma. And even last year. Yeah. When we had a little stability and our defense uh, sent, a, you know, before they sent a couple guys to the league and lost them, yeah, uh, to graduation and whatnot. Don't don't JoJo Doman, yeah, uh, Ben Stilley, all those Cam guys, Taylor, yeah. Cam Taylor, Britt, playing for Cincinnati for sure. Um, they still lost by nine. Yeah, okay, that was that was one of those games that they lost by more than one possession. Yeah, for sure. And it it hasn't gotten better. Exactly, it and hasn't it's, gotten better. It's not like Oklahoma has gone totally conservative offensively under this new coaching staff. Uh, they can still put up points with the best of them, Andy. They put uh, up 45 last week. Exactly. And the Huskers are, are you know, we're going to give it the old college try, like we said, but their secondary has been getting picked clean yeah. by such lesser opponents like North Dakota and Georgia Southern. I just don't see this Oklahoma team yeah. giving us a chance to be in this game. The Oklahoma defensive line has been a terror in the backfield over the first two games, which our offensive line has yeah. not looked very good. Nebraska, we're going to come humming in the front part of this game with a jacked-up crowd and, yeah. and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and we're probably going to score the first touchdown like we've done in hey. every game, but Oklahoma will weather the storm, grind out yeah. the first two halves, and then just pull away from us in so. the third and fourth quarter when we start making mistakes. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I agree with you there. I think the boys are going to give it the old college try for Mickey Joseph. For sure. you got to love that. Yeah. But I think Oklahoma has found something in this quarterback, Dylan Gabriel. For sure. Last week went 15 and 23, 65 and a half percent uh, completion percentage, yeah. 230 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, quarterback rating of 138. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And he, that's what's rolling into town with the sixth ranked team. Yeah. And he's going to be passing against our defense, against <laughs> Nebraska's defense. Yes, sir. No, 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 no. Give me the 10 and a half. Give me the 11. Yeah. Boomer sooner all the way here. You know, uh, went to kind of look up some stats, some data. Yeah. over Nebraska and, you know, going to all my usual sites and everywhere else. And the thing that kept popping up was next football coach. Yeah. And the odds here. Should we get into that? Yeah, a little bit here, Andy. Uh, 
a lot of people have just been going crazy about the new new head coach in Nebraska, who they're reaching out to. Can't get away and, from it. And a whole bunch of books have listed, you know, yeah. a whole bunch of people, you know, yeah. all the way from Deion Sanders to, you know, uh, Matt Rule, the the Panthers coach right now. So it, the, nobody's off limits on <laughs> these, these books. These guys still have jobs. Exactly. These guys have jobs. But uh, the number one guy on the list of most lists, Andy, yeah. has, still has a job, and we've talked about him today. The Iowa State football coach, Matt Campbell, is coming in at a plus 180 on most books as the next Nebraska Cornhuskers football coach. Yeah, and Odd Shark just sent out a tweet a while ago, probably a little dated compared to what you have there, but yeah. plus 400. But Mickey Joseph's right behind him at a plus 450. Exactly. And, you know, we were on uh, After Hours with Jimmy Allen. Yes, sir. And I said, that's my dream scenario, that Mickey Joseph yes. scrap, slap something together here, scrap it together, and he's our next head coach. Exactly. He's getting a really nice opportunity here. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I, I'm sitting there with that. I like what this is at. I think Matt Campbell – um, if he wants to come over, exactly. You know, their AD already said, I think oh, there's a better job than. <laughs> okay, you might be retracking that now. Yeah. You know? Well, they win more games than us, it seems. But I think he was. Twelve even going to be a? Is it going to be exactly? That, I like, think that's. That? I think that's a big reason yeah. why Matt Campbell is going to look at it. This mm-hmm. is he even going to have a conference? Is he going to be in a power? five or was it power two coming up um but no i really think matt campbell has the best shot other names that are on this list bill o'brien at a plus 250 on my book luke fickle right behind him at plus 280 so there are a lot of big names there uh, a lot of a lot of fun things to think about but uh it's really seems that matt campbell is going to have that uh first shot all right, so that that was the horn there. Now this was kind of interesting on the odds I'm looking at right here. Yeah, uh, we're up against it, of course, time wise. But Deion Sanders is actually a greater uh, has a better shot at it than Luke Fickle. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Absolutely nuts. Absolutely prime nuts. time in Lincoln, prime time Nebraska. In Lincoln. Give it to me. Yeah, brah. it'd be awesome. All right, you've been keeping everybody in flux. Yeah. Mr. Parlay Pounder, what do we got here? All right, I got a three-team parlay, all of it hitting on Saturday and Sunday, so you guys can get on (laughs) it a little later. Come on Uh, now. First leg is Corey Sanhagen with the UFC Fight Night at a minus 190. Then I'm heading over to Iowa City. I'm taking the Nevada Wolfpack plus 23 at a minus 110 bet. And then I'm going to Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals to cover against the Dallas Cowboys, minus seven. The Bengals are a little mad about what happened on Sunday, and the Cowboys have Cooper Rush starting at quarterback. They will beat them by a touchdown, probably more. I am parlaying all three of those together. We're $25 making over 100. Sneaky, you're picking on the old Cowboys yes, there. Sir. I love it. All righty, folks, you just heard from the Parlay Pounder. Get it in. That's a three-leg play. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. <laughs> <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. Yes, sir. And we're going to finish strong here. we yeah. got a whole NFL slate here we got to yeah. get to. Uh, and there's some intrigue here yeah. heading into week two. Let's dive right into it. Houston, yep. traveling to Denver, 3.30, kickoff on CBS. And you might be surprised to know this. The Broncos are the favorites, a heavy favorite, minus 10. 
over under at 45 and a half. Yeah, it's really weird, Andy, knowing that the Houston Texans have a better record. At least yes. they've tied a game. Uh-huh. The Broncos lost on Monday Night Football. Hey, to your point, Houston's 1-0 and ATS. Denver, uh, they're 0-1. Exactly. <laughs> ATS and otherwise. Yeah, no, uh, Denver last week was a huge, you know, huge lock for everybody to cover yep. that spread. Mm-hmm. You know, most people were figuring that Seattle would be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Geno Smith really <laughs> proved a lot of people wrong week one. And, I guess uh, so. I don't know. Yeah, there's a kind of a bonehead play by the uh, head coach by the Broncos. Everybody's saying at the end of the game there, uh, kicking a 64-yard field goal instead of going for it on I fourth like down. How, I like how he called all of his timeouts after the fact. Yeah. That was neat. That was fun. Yeah, that was something. Yeah, but uh, like you said, the Broncos are a minus 10 favorite here. Uh, over-under sitting at about 45 and a half on most books. Um, yeah, uh, I, 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 it's probably going to, you know, I didn't see nothing from uh, the Broncos offense. You know, I wanted to see more. Uh, Russell Wilson, 29 of 42, 69, you know, completion percentage. That's pretty good. 340 yards, a touchdown, no picks. Yeah. QBR rating of 110. That's good. That's really good. It is. They just had some goofy things happen to him. Two fumbles, what, on the one-yard line? Within the five-yard line. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams on my fantasy team. That's what everyone loves to hear. Exactly. Other people's fantasy teams. No, I, I really think that they're probably going to beat up on the Texans here, Andy. Yeah. I, I do like the minus 10. I, I, I really I really think the Broncos are going to bounce back. Russell Wilson's too good of a player not to bounce back. Um, and he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have okay? a bad game, he but he's, he's one of those guys where if he loses, you know that he wants to really get that win on the next one and the Houston Texans as as good as they tried you know they did you know tie one of the better teams in the AFC South in the Indianapolis Colts our buddy Rex Burkhead led the team in offense with uh, 14 carries for 40 yards Husker shout out exactly but that is the extent of their offense right now that that is their best running back at 40 yards per game Uh, Davis Mills is their Quarterback, he didn't have a bad yard, uh, bad game, going no. twenty three of thirty seven for two hundred and forty yards through the air bad, with two yeah. TDs. Um, I just really think that this uh, pass rush of the Denver Broncos, starring another Nebraska guy, Randy Gregory, uh, had a fumble oh, recovery. He yeah, he, yes, he, he did. did. Yeah. So uh, I really like the Broncos by ten here. I really don't know what to make of this over under though, Andy. Uh, you know, I I I think there that forty five and a half it does bring a moment of pause there. Um, but just looking up and down the stat sheets yeah. for the Broncos here, they should have won that game. Oh, for sure. It was just kind of fluky with those two um, uh, fumbles, you know, inside yeah. the five-yard line or at the goal line. But Jerry Judy, over 100 yards yeah. receiving. Cortland Sutton uh, had uh, uh, 72 yards receiving. Williams had 65 yards receiving. Exactly. And Andrew Beck, whoever that is, he had another 52 <laughs> he, yards receiving. So yeah. he has the weapons there, yeah. Andy. Yeah. And they That's just not did, gonna happen twice. They in a row. just didn't. Can't. They just didn't convert when they needed to. Yep. Cortland Sutton got a, a whole bunch of more targets than what that uh, 72 yards is uh, looking at there. And Melvin Gordon, it looks like they're kind of going to split carries. Yeah, so those guys are going to be fresh. So. Well, it looks like he's the carry guy. You know, he's going to tote the rock more on the ground. And yeah. Williams is a nice complimentary back, third down back, receiving Yeah, for back. sure. You know, so I, I think that's the way that they're going to go with that. And yeah. I like Denver's offense other than, man, uh, clock management, I yeah. guess. Like, what are they doing? Nope, I, I like the 10 points, and uh, that that's a that's a good pick. All righty. So let's move on then to the Sunday night yeah. game. And it's the Chicago Bears heading on over to Green Bay. Once yeah. again, another 10-point line in the NFL. Yeah. Green Bay is the favorite. This is kind of curious as well because, uh, I don't know, did I – 
did I see what I needed to see from Green Bay in week one? No, they they look real flat, Andy. And those, like we were saying all preseason, that those weapons of Aaron Rodgers, they just aren't there this year. Alan Lazard didn't play, which is supposed to be their number one receiver, didn't play. So literally, they were toting Randall Cobb as their biggest threat on the (laughs) offensive end besides Aaron Rodgers. And and that that is going to fall out at some point. Aaron Rodgers is good enough to beat everybody. Probably not by himself. Yeah. It's the same way with Tom Brady. Everybody's like, well, it's Tom Brady. You still have to have those weapons yeah, to yeah. go along with it. So uh, right now, Andy, I think I might be taking a stab with the with the Chicago Bears here with that, uh, you, with that 10 points. You'd be in the majority right now. 74% of the bets are coming in on Chicago. Yeah. And also that money line is plus 350 for yeah. Chicago. So break that down real quick. Make a $100 bet. Yeah. Wager. Yep. To win three fifty, yeah, you gotta love that. And you got the other that. side. You gotta love that. And there's no, yeah, there's no uh, value with taking no. Green Bay at a minus five hundred on most books. You're, <laughs> you're putting yeah. up five hundred bucks to win a hundred. Uh, there's just no value there. Plus, you don't really know if they're gonna win or not. And there could be a case to be had here that uh, Justin Fields in the terrible conditions in Chicago, the little tsunami thing. Yeah, that was wild. But it was fun to watch. Uh, outplayed Aaron Rodgers, you know, yeah. uh, two touchdowns to one pick and terrible conditions and Rodgers, no touchdowns, one pick QBR rating. I think it was, uh, yeah. it was nothing impressive. Uh, yeah. let's see here. 72. Yeah. Uh, under 200 yards passing. Like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to it, be, it, 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 it was just bad for the, for green Bay. The defense didn't look bad, Andy, but yeah. the offense gave away a couple turnovers and were three of nine on third down conversions, which is really when Chicago is going to yeah, use yeah. the best part of their defense coming after the quarterback. So I, yeah. I really like yep. the Chicago bears at plus 10 here. Yep. Uh, do Aaron Rodgers does own them, but maybe they can uh, overtake that hey, this time. Hey, this is kind of how I'm leaning with my Huskers. Maybe I'm not betting on them to win outright, yeah. but they can cover. Uh, yeah. I can get excited about that. I, I, I do like a minus. They're down, baby. Yeah, They're I, gonna cover that ten. I wouldn't take the minus seven or the minus three, but I will take the uh, the, minus 10. the ten points for the Chicago Bears. Once again, I mean it's early, but Chicago's one and no ATS. Yep, 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 yep. That's the way it goes. Uh, that's hilarious. All right, so let's move on to the main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of folks are talking about this one. Yes, Monday night, seven thirty, ABC. The Minnesota Vikings are traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Kickoff at 7.30. Yeah. Philadelphia has the edge here. A two-point favorite money line, minus 140 on the Eagles. Yeah, and the over-under sitting at 50.5 there, Andy. Uh, man, this is this is must-see TV. This a lot is of books a, have it at 51 Yeah, already. Yep, and this it's probably going to, you know, I've seen it as high as 52.5, Andy. Yeah. My book has it at 50 right now, so I might hop on that. But, uh <laughs> This is must-see TV, two of the best teams in the NFC right now, Andy. Yep. And both of them really look good uh, in their opening games. Both are uh, 1-0. Oh, man, the Minnesota Vikings have lost six of their last nine road games, Andy, which puts a little <laughs> damper on about what I'm going to say. Yeah. I really like the points for the Minnesota Vikings here. I am going to hop on the plus two right now and take these Minnesota Vikings. I just think they're more of a team right now than they have been in prior years. Justin Jefferson literally looked like the best player in the NFL. And Dalvin Cook just had a measly 100 yards, you know, and 
Oh, yeah. he, he had 90 yards on 20 attempts for a four and a half yard average. Okay. He didn't yeah. have a hundred. Yard exactly. Don't give him that. Exactly. And yeah. And we're always, we're always forgetting about the odd man out here. Adam Thielen. That guy always seems yeah. to just come in the clutch primetime yep. games. He's going to find the end zone guys. He had three catches last week, you yep. know, he's, a little down for him, but still exactly. he was involved. He's I'm just part saying of in these primetime games, yeah. he is going to find the end zone. Kirk's going to find them. Uh, I really, really like the Minnesota Vikings to cover here well, and probably win outright. You, you and a lot of others, uh, 70% of the bets are pouring in right now with Minnesota. So that's kind of curious. Maybe give you a little moment to pause there. Yeah. A uh, money line at plus plus one ten. So you get that plus money yeah. with the Vikings. Uh, I can't get away from some of these stats that Kirk Cousins put up last week. Yes. Um, I mean, 184 yards alone to Justin Jefferson, 20 yard over a 20-yard average with those two touchdowns. Yes. Wow. Absolutely and crazy. And he was getting those double teams. You know, yeah. And he was still beating them. Uh, but Cousins, a quarterback rating of 128, 277 yeah. yards through the air, two touchdowns, zero picks. What more do you need to see from this guy? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, Andy. And, like, even with the Packers injuries last week, you know, uh, against Minnesota, yeah. the way the Vikings dominated on both sides of the ball was one of the more impressive things that I saw all weekend. Um, yeah. and, 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 you know, talking about the Eagles, sure, the Lions are a better, a better team than most people think, <laughs> but uh, the Eagles struggled defensively and had a hard time against the run, which is going to play right into the Minnesota Vikings, you know, busting it up the middle with Dalvin and then going over top with play action. Yeah. So yeah. basically I'm going to say let's pump the brakes with all the Eagles hype and the Minnesota Vikings have a lot of value as the so. underdog here. And yep. I think they have a good chance at, you know, actually capturing the NFC crown this year. You know, and I usually like to disagree with you, but this is one where we're on the same page. Yeah. The books have it wrong. Minnesota should be favored. Yep. Not the Eagles. I like what Jalen Hurts has done For in sure. spots. But, I mean, he didn't have any touchdowns through the air last week. Yeah. He had a quarterback rating of around, you know, just over 80. Yeah. You know, wasn't bad. It was just serviceable. Yeah. That's defendable. And I like Minnesota's defense. For sure. And I like their offense even more. They're better than the Detroit Lions. The Eagles, <laughs> ev what everyone's saying about the Eagles is, well, probably going to win the division just because. Just because. Well, well, it is probably just because. But that, that doesn't mean you're going to beat some of the elite teams. <laughs> it doesn't like mean you're going to beat the NFC North. Even at home. So roll with the Vikings. Yes, sir. Now, Jabron. Yeah. It's in your namesake. Yes. You are the parlay pounder. I am the parlay pounder. What are you pounding Sunday and Monday? Yes. So uh, I already alluded to one of these picks. I am taking the Cincinnati Bengals by seven over the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> without Dak Prescott. <laughs> I am throwing in the pick that we just did with the Denver Broncos minus 10 okay. and then doing the plus two with the Minnesota Vikings. Putting $25 on that will get me $152 oh, in return. I think these three have a very good chance of hitting, so that is my parlay for Sunday. Lock it up. And you want to talk about plus money? There it is right there with the three-legger. Yes, sir. Lager. 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 That's what we're looking for here. <laughs> all right, so that'll about do it for this week. Folks, be sure to follow us on all of our platforms. Yes. YouTube, coming out with a lot of those short videos. Those yes, are sir. fun picks, weekly picks. Twitter, TikTok. Got a lot of free picks, hilarious short videos, feature-length episodes come out that every week. For Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thanks for listening. This has been WTL.